0: Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Expressions of Destiny podcast. Today is Friday. Happy Friday. It is Faith-Filled Friday. I am going to share with you so much that is in my heart today. Um, just get ready. We are going to talk about relationship with God. We're going to talk about just knowing that He's there with us in every moment, even in the chaotic times. It is going to be... Just such a wonderful day to reflect on His love and His joy, His peace, just everything that He is to us, everything that He has always been. Um, I am just so excited. Every time I'm able to get on here and share my heart, I, I just, I pray that it bless you. So here we go. First of all, you guys know how much I love worship. Those of y'all that have been listening, I love Um, worship music, the songs, they speak to me, and we're going to get into that, um, exactly what that means. Um, But I want to share a song with you real quick, um, the lyrics. I want to read just a little bit to you. Um, I love Maverick City Worship, so if you have not heard their music, go and just uh, one day take some time to listen to some of their songs. Um, They just, they speak volumes of who God is in our life. Um, whoever writes these songs, they do such a beautiful job. But the song that um, one of the songs, one of the many songs that I love is called Most Beautiful. And I just want to read a little bit to you here. It says, We're in love with you. No one else can take your place. How true is that, right? And I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to talk in between these lyrics because they each every little part just hits me. But we we are in love with you. No one else can take your place. One thing I desire, only this I seek, just to dwell, 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 here forever. This will be my posture, laying at your feet, oh, just to dwell, 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 here forever. And then it goes on to say, dearest father, and that's what I call him. I know a lot of people call him daddy, papa, lord. Um, I call him Father, so this song just really hit close to my heart. It says, Dearest Father, closest friend, most beautiful, most beautiful you are. Dearest Father, closest friend, most beautiful you are, you are most beautiful. And it just goes on to repeat. And um, just listening to these songs and meditating on the words, a lot of times I love to read the lyrics of songs. I don't just listen to a song and allow the music to um to touch me. Yes, music is powerful. The actual instrumental, the the instruments, the music part of it, it's powerful. It can grab you, but to know what it's actually saying and to be able to a uh, parallel and align it with your life and say yes. I know exactly what that means. I know what it feels um feels like in my own personal life. That's where it becomes so powerful. Um there was a a couple of days la- one of the days last week. Um, we always sit down as a family in the morning <clears throat> and we come together, my husband, my daughters, and I, and you know, we'll just ask questions. Did we have any dreams? Do we, um, you know, is there anything that we want to talk about? Uh, we might read a scripture, we'll read a devotion together before they start school. And this particular day, Um, My husband asked, you know, how is it that you find that God speaks to you personally? You know, how do you know when he's speaking to you or he's saying something? And both of my daughters said that they felt that he spoke more to them in their dreams. Now, I can totally relate because growing up, I always wondered why um, I couldn't hear God's voice clearly in the way that, you know, we were told about hearing him audibly or, um, immediately picking up on his word and, and that that just didn't happen for me. But I learned real early on that it was because he spoke to me in my dreams. He spoke to me in the same way that he did uh, with dream interpretation with Joseph in the Bible. And to hear my daughter say that it just really made my heart happy because they're able to recognize how God speaks to them. Um, for me, lately, although he does speak in dreams, lately, in the past couple of years, he's been speaking through his worship and through the songs that I listen to. And on a daily basis, when I get up and I'm getting ready for my day, um, I, I might go for a walk. I go a couple of times a week, um, two to, two to four times a week, I'll go walking and I'll have the worship music playing in my headphones, um, for my phone. And, but after that, when I'm in the bathroom and I'm getting ready and preparing for the day, I always put my music on. It's Pandora, so it's just picking up on whatever sequence the songs are rolling in for that station. And God always speaks in the first three songs. The first three songs will always have something to do with what I have just um, maybe talked to him about. Something that I may have just read Maybe it was in our Bible study time. um, We were learning about something. And the songs will always speak to exactly what it is that I've had on my heart um, between me and God. And the lyrics, I mean, I, I can be standing there and the lyrics will speak in sentences and phrases where I know he is answering me or I know that he is encouraging me or he's lifting my spirits or he's um, reinforcing something or he's taking away a worry or a concern and he's replacing it with faith and, um, and belief and knowing that he is taking care of us. And so when these songs align, it it is every single time the first three songs. And I found that that's how God is speaking to me lately. And so it just showed me that He He is there to speak to us in the way that we are prepared to hear Him, in the way or the place where we position ourselves to hear Him. Um, I'm going to share another instance with you a little bit later in this podcast, but It's just knowing that because I have positioned myself in a place of worship every single morning um, is where I'm at, that that's where he's going to speak to me. And so if you think about your day and you think about where you are, what you're doing, the time that you set aside for him, you could be out walking, you could be getting ready with the worship music on. You could be listening to praise music. You could be in worship if you're a musician. You could be talking to someone. Maybe you're listening to um, a message or you're listening to another podcast. Wherever you have positioned yourself with just you and him, that's where he's going to speak. Why? Because we put ourselves in a place to be ready to hear. And a lot of people feel like God doesn't speak to them because they're always busy. They feel like they can't hear from God because they're always consumed with life and with everything else that's going on that, you know, everything in this world is chaotic at times. Everything is spinning sometimes. Um, we may have like a million things to do. And so we feel like God can't speak to us, but he really can. He wants to. We're just not hearing him because our mind and our heart is consumed with everything else and so when we when we give that anxiety that frustration that hurt that fear um that sickness when we hand it back over to him and we say lord here i am i don't want to worry about these things your word says that we shouldn't that we we have no reason to worry then i want to hand it back to you and I want to give this time to you. And it's in those moments where we separate ourselves from, from the things that that press us down and um, push us into a pit. when we remove ourselves from those moments is when we can hear him speak the loudest. And so I want to encourage you today find that space, find that that position, that place um, when it comes to Chris. God will speak to him um, through his word. He can read and study and immediately hear responses and hear God's um, word and his vision and his instruction. Um, For me, again, it's worship. And for the girls, it's um, in their dreams. Now, another thing that made me think, because uh, worship is very powerful, right, is that when my daughters go to bed at night they they have this wonderful habit of turning on their music in um on their computer and uh, and it's loud <laughs> sometimes you can hear it from uh, across the house and they have this uh instrumental that plays for so many hours of just worship songs you know that sometimes are recognizable sometimes they're not and it'll play and and I'm thinking, wow, God, no wonder you speak to them through their dreams or they feel you most in their dreams because they've already set the atmosphere within their room with that worship music. They've already set the atmosphere. And that's something that we have to remember to do is set the atmosphere to invite him into everything that we do, um, partnering with him, everything that we do. So I want to share one more thing with you on how uh, God has been speaking to us as a family. Um, I actually had to write this down so that I could have it to remember um, years from now because I, I, I journaling it will be uh, the testimony of what God did during this time and what He continues to do because I don't see this ending anytime soon. But um, I am going to read this to you because I want to tell you word for word the way that um, I just typed it out as, as what has been happening in our life. And so <clears throat> this was um, this past week, and this is where we were at. One day, a couple of, about a couple of months ago, the Lord spoke to us and said to meet him at the water. Now, if you don't know, we are located in Florida, so this, we're surrounded by beaches. Um, and so we just heard him say, meet me at the water. So, of course, you know, to us, that's okay. Well, let's go on out to the beach. So Chris began by telling us to be ready by 8.30 a.m. each Sunday so we could drive out to the beach. This is a smaller beach that we go to that's about 30 minutes away, but it's very quiet. So each week, only a few families would show up out there. So when I say small, it's kind of in one of those communities where you have um the large houses it's it's more of a private beach there's not very many people. it's it's probably the people who live there that are coming there and maybe the few that know about it and come for the same reason that we do because we know it's it's going to be quiet it's not going to be crowded um so every week there's only a few families that show up um there's even an older gentleman that um, <laughs> throughout our weeks we named uh yoga man <laughs> and that was simply because um he would come out every sunday in his bathing suit and he'd lay on the beach and he does his ab exercises. And so we would get a good chuckle out of it. Every time we saw him, um, he was faithful or he has been faithful just like us. Um, so we found that to be probably not the highlight, but you know, that moment where you see him walking up and you're like, Oh, there's yoga man. <laughs> so, um, so we recognize this, you know, three, three, four, maybe five families, small families, or a couple of elderly couples that are out there enjoying the sun and uh, their quiet time and yoga man. Um, each Sunday has been different. The consistency of the sand has always been different. The waves have always been different. Um, the weather has been different, but God always remains the same. Um, and he's always there waiting to greet us. It's such a beautiful feeling when we go out there. So, um, fast forward, this this all started a couple of months ago, fast forward to about three weeks ago when we almost didn't go. Um, it was a bit chilly that morning and overcast, and you know, the girls get up and take the dogs out every morning. And so, um, my husband Chris said, Yeah, have you stepped outside? And I said, Why is it cold? And you know, in Florida, we don't have very many cold days. So I stuck my head out and I was like, yeah, it's a little chilly. <clears throat> so we all sat on the couch trying to decide, um, maybe if we should skip that week, you know, and just have our time at home because, um, he'll meet us wherever we are, right? We invite him in. We can sit on our couch. We can kneel. Um, we can sit out on the patio with our coffee and just have our time there. Um, but for some reason I just kept picturing God. Standing out there just waiting for us And it Wasn't because he can't meet Us where we are But it was specifically because he Told us to meet him at the water You know so out of Obedience we got up And um, Decided to get ready Uh, We even mentioned staying in the truck If uh, we needed to you know if the Weather didn't warm up Um, The whole point was that we drove out there And so that That would be enough, you know. Let's drive out there and just see. At least, at least we went. At least we showed up and met him at the water. Um, but when we arrived, we got out with urgency. It was like, you know, when you know somebody's waiting for you and you just, and you're excited to see them and you can't wait. And so we jumped out of the truck. Um, we threw on our flip flops and we went out there and we met him at the water. Um, interestingly enough, the water was, Very turbulent. Uh, The ocean was a lot more active than uh, what we had seen in the previous weeks. The weeks before, he had been speaking to us about peace. He had been speaking about trust. Um, The ocean had been calm every single time, but not that particular Sunday. It was extremely active. And that's when we realized that if we had missed that moment, we would not have been prepared for the increase of activity in our own life that week. And the most important thing that he showed us was that that even in all the increase of activity, the birds were much more active in retrieving their provision. They were running, flying, swooping for all that God was washing in with each wave. We saw his provision To his creation in the midst of the chaos, the turbulence, the activity, or at least that's the way we view it from the lens of the world, right? The waves are crashing in. The tide is high. Um, The water is coming up close, closer than usual, um, or further, I should say. And it was overcast. It was cloudy. And it was, they didn't care. It was like they didn't care. That was the moment that they were going to receive their provision. That was the moment that they were going to race out to the water, the little small birds that go running like crazy. They were going to race out to the water, and they were going to retrieve whatever it was that was coming up with those waves and run off just in enough time to not get pulled in by the water. The pelicans and the other uh, larger birds were flying over the waves, and they were swooping down and trying to grab whatever fish or whatever you know creatures were in that water. They didn't care. And you would think that in those times, we don't ever want to risk our life, right? We don't want to put ourselves in a position that's going to be filled with chaos and uh, confusion. And so we we pull away from that. And here they were going out there in those moments and retrieving what it was that God had for them. Nothing was going to stop them. And it was just such a beautiful thing because we are taught to shy away from that stuff and they're teaching us the greatest lesson in all that turbulence. Um, because what did God's word say? That he would take care of us even more than he does the birds. They trust him for everything. So the following week was Resurrection Sunday. And we couldn't wait to get up and head out there because of what had happened the week before. And when I say it was a busy week, it was like... Meetings, um, classes, there was stuff going on in the news. I mean, it, that turbulence in that water was a clear picture of what was happening that week to come. There was all kinds of stuff happening. And so, you can imagine the very next week, Resurrection Sunday, we couldn't wait to get out there. As we walked over the wooden platform, it's kind of like just a little, um, walkway right before you get to the sand, um, We always throw our arms out and say, we're here, Lord, to meet you. If you can picture the four of us walking across that that little small wooden platform and we put our arms out to the sides and we just say, you know, Lord, here we are. We're here to meet you. Sometimes I'm kind of interested to know what the people walking behind us think, when, if and when there are other people there. Um, (laughs) they're probably thinking, what is this family doing? They're so excited to get to the beach. Um, but every week as we cross over that wooden area and come to the sand, I always take off my flip-flops before stepping on the sand. Um, I just find it a lot easier to walk. I don't want to have to be kicking up sand. You know, my, my flip-flops getting stuck. I just, I always take them off. But on this particular Sunday, as I bent down to get my flip-flops, I heard the Lord say, you're walking on holy ground what a beautiful place to be, that even though I had not heard it till now, no matter where we go, when he is there, it is holy ground. And so it was a beautiful moment to hear his voice in the spirit say, you are stepping on holy ground. And so I took my flip-flops off and I picked them up and carried them with me. And I walked with that special, with a very special feeling that week. Um, there was something so special as the waves crashed in with foam. There was a foam that was thicker than all the weeks before. And it being resurrection Sunday, it was a parallel and such a beautiful picture of how he was washing the earth. He was washing our feet. He was washing away the sins of this world, just as his son did on the cross. Resurrection Sunday was was being played out in the most beautiful form of, of how and what Jesus did then. And it repeats itself over and over through such amazing reminders in his creation. See, if we just open our eyes and we look for these things and we see them, who knew that an extra foamy ocean wave rolling in would be a picture of Him washing the earth once again, just as His Son did when He died on the cross. So fast forward to this this past Sunday. We went out there the same as we've always done, and again, everything was different, but God was still the same. The ocean wasn't turbulent like before, but the waves were bigger, and as I looked at the waves, I thought to myself, The beach right now is completely empty today. No families. No families whatsoever. And like I said, every single Sunday, even on that Sunday when it was turbulent, there was at least three to five families every single Sunday. But there were absolutely no families out there. No swimmers. Nobody. Except for about three men who were out there with metal detectors interesting, very interesting to me that the very ones who I thought would be out there taking advantage of the waves like the surfers, the body boarders, um, they weren't there. But three men looking for treasure. Now think about that, nobody out there and it wasn't cloudy, it wasn't overcast, the ocean was very active Big waves, big waves. No families, no surfers, nobody on bodyboards, but three men with metal detectors just looking for treasure. I looked back at the waves and I smiled. And with one big wave, if you could have seen this wave, one big wave just rolling in, I heard my Heavenly Father say, Can you see it? I looked back and I said, I see it, Lord. I see it coming. Everything you have promised, your promises and your treasure. These men were out there looking for treasure and God is telling me in the wave, Can you see it? And all I could say was, Yes, Father, I see it. I can see it. You are bringing it in. Everything that you promised. So I shared this with my family and as we stood there and I got ready to hold hands with them and as we usually do and we pray. And when we finished praying and opened our eyes, we saw Yoga Man. (laughs) Yoga Man was heading to his same spot right there on the beach. It made us chuckle um, (laughs) because we all looked at each other and said, "Right on time." (laughs) Then I heard the Lord tell me that one day that man would approach us. It was just a feeling, you know. Sometimes you just get a thought in your mind, and and um, I just I felt so heavy on my heart. God saying, "One one of these days, that man is going to walk up to y'all." just one day. So as we began to walk away, um, we heard someone call out for us. It was yoga man. (laughs) And I just thought to myself, wow, God, that was fast. You said one day, not today. You said one day. His timing is always perfect, y'all. Always. And all Yoga Man wanted to say was how much it blessed him to see us out there every week holding hands and spending time together. He didn't know what we were doing, but the presence of God wrapped him in his love. And in our obedience to God, others are blessed. So don't ever forget that. When God tells you to do something, just do it. Be obedient, even if you don't understand why. Now, we didn't understand exactly why he said meet us meet him at the water but in our obedience to go out there every single sunday it has blessed our life our relationship our time together it's a commitment to one another to say we are going to go spend time with god together although we do every morning as a family this is a special moment to separate ourselves and to and to come to him like he's asked we didn't know it was going to bless somebody else, and so for this man to approach us, it was it blessed our heart to see how quickly God moves and how He works in using us to be a blessing to somebody else. So, um, by the way, yoga man's name is John. Um, and can you believe that the very next morning, Monday morning, as I was opening up my Bible app to see what the verse of the day was. The Bible, the Bible app verse was John fourteen six. Yoga man's name is John, and the very next morning God gave us a, a scripture from John. So John fourteen six says, Jesus said to him, I am the only way to God and the real truth and the real life. No one comes to the Father but through me. I'm going to share something else with you and how God spoke to us this week. The very same morning that we received the scripture in John, I received an email um, from our church that we used to attend when we lived um, further down south in Florida. Uh, we moved about five years ago, a little bit uh, north. And the subject line for that email all it read was these four words can you see it and i sat there in my chair at the counter looking at my my computer and i just said yes father i can see it i can see all of it because exactly what he spoke on sunday in the wave can you see it and i responded with yes father i can see it <laughs> I opened up the email the very next day and that's all it said. Can you see it? And it was an email actually from the church, um, for a new series, a sermon series that they were uh, starting. Normally I don't get those emails. I might get something about an event that they're having or, um, you know, a children's program or something like that, but. It was right on time. God was speaking the same word and he was confirming exactly what it was that he spoke to us before. And so I just want to encourage you today. Look for his word. Look for his confirmation. Look for his love. Look for the the faith and the belief and the understanding and watch how he's going to begin to show you Things As he's asking you to do things As he's guiding you and leading you and directing you Or showing you something new He's going to reveal to you exactly what it is that he's trying To speak into your life What he's trying to show you So just believe and have faith And know that you can hear from God Everybody has their own way and as a teenager, even as a young adult, I felt like I was missing something. I always felt outside of the the box. I, I felt like the one that was outside looking in the window at everybody else. Because I didn't quite understand why I couldn't hear from him. I just didn't know how. Because I thought it had to be done the same way that everybody else received it. And that's not a, a flaw in our teachings or in, within the church or, um, you know, services that we may have been in. It's just us not understanding the personal relationship that we can have with him. You know, it says, I am the only way to God and the real truth and the real life. No one comes to me. No one comes to the Father but through me. That's Jesus speaking. It's our relationship with Jesus. Not with uh, that friend. Not with a parent. Not with a youth leader. Not with a pastor. Not with a boss. Not with your spouse. It is a relationship with Jesus first. That we can go directly to our Father. We can hear His voice. Just in relationship with Jesus and so just take that moment, and if he's asking you to meet him somewhere, meet him there. Because it's in those moments that he wants to speak and, and pour his love all over you. Um, I just had to share this with you today. It has just been such a beautiful picture of how he is still there in the midst of everything that we are going through. There are so many people hurting right now. So many people struggling. So many people who feel lost. Those who did have an amazing relationship with God and they feel so let down or so defeated, anxious, um, dealing with sickness, there's so much that can weigh heavy on us and if we just separate ourselves and realize that God is right there in the midst of all that chaos, that is where we find peace. So go and spend your time with Him today, tomorrow, every day, wherever it is, and just know that you can hear His voice. When we listen, we can hear Him. So I love you guys. Um, thank you for joining me today. Today is a very special day. I want to give a huge shout out um, to my husband. He is the joy of my heart, Um We are celebrating 22 years today of marriage, and uh, so I just want to say happy anniversary. I am going to get him on here one of these days and uh, be my partner in crime um, with the word. So I just look forward to that, but I love you, Chris. Thank you for 22 wonderful years, Um, and we will talk to you on Teachable Tuesday. Come back and join us if you want to learn more about business, um, your business relationships, purpose, um, entrepreneurship, everything else. And we will see you again here next Friday for Faith-Filled Fridays. Have a great day, y'all. Happy Friday. <laughs>